The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. So Jesus says this to Nicodemus, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. So that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. And as he's, he's talking to Nicodemus, and Nicodemus is a Pharisee, and yet he's this sort of secret follower of Jesus. He's, he wants to follow our Lord in his heart. And as Jesus spends time with him, he, he uses this image of Moses who made the bronze serpent. And, and this story in the book of Exodus is that there were a seraph serpents sent among the people and everyone who was bitten by them was poisoned and they would die. And so many people were becoming sick. And the Lord tells Moses to make a bronze serpent and to mount it on a pole. And, and as he mounts it on a pole, whoever looks at it would be healed. That, that the image of the very thing that was bringing them death would, would be the instrument of their healing. Which is an amazing thing. And so he predicts his own death by crucifixion as he says this, so must the Son of Man be raised up. 
that whoever looks upon him, whoever believes in him, may have eternal life. And as Catholic Christians within our tradition, we continue to look upon that image of the Son of Man who's been raised up every time we look at a crucifix. And every time we look at a crucifix, we should be reminded of the fact that that is a moment of healing for us. Right? It's a moment of healing for us. And so we have to ask ourselves, when we look up at a crucifix, what do we see? Do we see the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have eternal life? And that means that that image that we look at is a reminder of the fact that God loves us so much that as he looks at us at our worst moments in our life, As he looks at us in our most rebellious moments in our life, he chooses to give his life so that we can live. He chooses to love us in moments and, and, and especially in the moments where we feel most unlovable. And it's good to remind ourselves of that because I know in my own life, as I've looked at crucifixes over the course of my life, there were periods of my life where every time I looked at a crucifix, I was filled with a reminder of my sinfulness. Almost as if I was saying, like, if I hadn't sinned, Jesus wouldn't have had to do that for me. And there's something a little bit arrogant about that because it's really saying, like, I have power over our Lord. Like, I, like <laughs> I should have been better so that he wouldn't have had to do what he came to do. And we can get caught up in that part of it, that part that says, as our Lord went and suffered and died, he took on himself the consequence of the sin of the whole world, which means he took on himself the consequence of all my sins. And so every time I sin... Jesus experienced pain in that. And that's all true. But it's also true that he took on himself the consequence of the sin of the whole world, which means the consequence of every sin committed by every person from the beginning of time until the end of time. And so in that moment, he took on himself and he took on his, in his body the consequences of all the sins that were ever committed against me. Whenever I felt hurt through betrayal, Jesus felt that pain because it's the consequence of sin. Or growing up, I didn't always feel like I fit into my own family or I didn't feel worthy of love, or I didn't feel worthy of, of happiness. And that means Jesus experienced all of that. He felt all those things because they're the consequence of sin. Anytime we've ever felt bullied or set aside or left out, there are people who have undergone abuse and, and they feel like I have no value 
Jesus felt all those things because they're the consequence of sin. And that really means he knows us more than anyone knows us. And therefore, he loves us more than anyone loves us. And if all that's true, then that is the greatest reminder that we have of how lovable we are. It's the greatest reminder that we have that we have great value. Because the person who has the greatest value was offered and sacrificed so that we could live. It's in understanding all of that that we have the confidence to go to him and to bring those things into the lights. Our Lord goes on to say, The light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. That Jesus is the light because he knows everything that we've done. He knows what's in the depths of our hearts. He knows what we're most ashamed of. He is the light. And knowing that he knows that, and knowing that he loved us anyways, knowing that he gave his life to save us, we can be confident to go to him. We can be confident to bring those darkest parts of our heart into the light. And there's no need to be afraid. There's no need to be afraid of rejection. There's no need to be afraid that If people find this out about me, they won't want to talk to me anymore. We can confidently go to him and ask him to transform us. And and during this Lenten season, it's it's a season in which we we take on extra prayer and fasting and almsgiving. It's a season in which we are meant to be looking at our hearts and asking the question, Like, what am I leaving in the dark? Is there some sin from my past that I never really confessed completely or openly or honestly? That I still carry a lot of shame about? Is there some habitual sin in my life that I haven't been honest about? Is there a need for reconciliation and forgiveness towards a friend or a family member that I've been holding on to? The message our Lord gives to Nicodemus is that we don't have to be afraid of anything. That we can trust him, that we can bring everything to him. And that he can transform it. Whoever lives the truth comes to the light, so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. 
And that's another beautiful line because that means that, <clears throat> that if we live in the truth and we come to the light, like, it might be exposed that we've been a great sinner in our life. And what also gets exposed is our transformation. What also gets exposed is our transformation. And we become living witnesses of the fact that we were in the dark and now we're in the light. That we were lost and now we're found. That we were a sinner and now we're free. And that's the witness our world needs so much. Our world desperately needs. The witness of those who live lives of joy and freedom and truth. Who live lives that give witness to the greatness of what happened 2,000 years ago as our Lord was raised up. So that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life.